This episode has strong language that's not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. When you found a love that's lost its way, <laughs> that's a nice surprise. Surprise, bitch. And when you don't know what's in store today, what's the store, hope? That might bring surprise. Surprise, bitch. It's the greatest feeling in, in the world. What? Nobody denies. Not a damn one. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. Between the eyes, motherfucker. Unpredictable. Surprise, motherfucker. at you live from the Do-Rag Dungeon. I'm your host, That Boy Coop, back with another regular-ass episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired. This episode is brought to you by Dookie Flies and Black Ice Trees. <laughs> Subscribe to the Rats Intelligence anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Following the Rod and Karen Doctrine, leave a nice five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts and I'll read it on the show. And, uh, yes, leave a email. Yes, yes, I have an email now. Leave an email on Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired at gmail.com. That's Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired at gmail.com. Also, leave me a voice message and donate on anchor.fm slash datboycoot. That's anchor.fm slash D A T B O Y C O O T. Sup, niggas? Sup, niggas? New week? Mm. New month? Wake up, wake up. Mm. It's the first of the month. Like, nigga, nigga, we here. We here. We here. And, um, Gonna change some things up on this episode, you know. This this podcast a little different, you know. Nigga gonna have some random thoughts because why the fuck not? Random nigga thoughts. <laughs> so um, I was thinking um, this is this is airing before Halloween, but it's probably gonna happen by the time this shit get posted. But uh, why why white people always gotta find some racist ass shit to do for Halloween? Like they costumes always gotta be like out of fucking pocket. Like they don't ever know what the fuck. They're like, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know it was racist. Oopsie poopsie, bitch. You knew that shit was racist. <laughs> you knew that shit was racist. I dressed up as a pickaninny. Okay, bitch. Really? We doing this? We doing this? All right, bitch. It's always somebody that's doing this shit. It's always somebody. So, like, it's like, bro, 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 Bernie Mac. Like, people always do some shit like this. <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. You know, and, and he'll literally be a blackface as, as Bernie Mac. Like, <sighs> these motherfuckers, they're not going to give a fuck. It's not like, oh, they need to learn. No, they're not going to give a fuck. <laughs> that's just how this shit works. <laughs> okay. They're like, oops, did I do that? I made a wrong one. <laughs> I made an oopsie poopsie. Like, remember when, <clears throat> remember when Julianne Huff fucking dressed up as Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black? That shit is something that I will never forget. Okay, people be like, oh, it was it, nothing ever happened. I was like, bitch, you racist. <laughs> 
she's still on Dancing with the Stars. So what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what the fuck are we doing now? I don't know, man. Like, they always find some way to be like, oops, I, I didn't know that was racist. Oopsie. All right. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck your ass. Fuck you. Fuck your friends. Fuck, fuck your slave owner ass granddaughter. Grand, granddaddy. <laughs> No 40 acres, no mule, fuck you. Mm. Okay, so. <laughs> um, but uh, I have another random thought. So um, <laughs> my girlfriend, Nikki, always has like these sayings. And I call them Nikki. Like we call Nikki-isms, right? Oh, this shit warmed my heart when I heard it. Every time a nigga lies to a white woman, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> An angel gets his wings every time a nigga lies to a white girl. Oh, oh, cause I be waiting, I be looking for like <laughs> you thought this nigga really gave a fuck about you. Oh, that's great. <laughs> this nigga won't shit anyway. <laughs> oh, all me timbers. Mm. I, I, I. But um, <laughs> to carry on, I have another random thought. So um, this is this is more like you know. Like, I'm tired of niggas. I'm tired of niggas projecting their issues onto black women, saying why they don't date black women, right? Um, I, I think them niggas is raggedy as fuck, okay? That raggedy is all the fuck. Y'all niggas should have been swallowed, okay? Like, this, this is how I feel about all y'all niggas. Well, so this is why I don't date black. Nigga, don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> Who the fuck is you popping out of nowhere? This is why I do. I we are minding a whole black ass business, <laughs> okay? And you sitting here going like, yeah, I, you know, I, you know, they didn't like me in in high school. You know, they didn't they didn't fuck with me in like high school. No, nobody give a fuck, nigga. You chose that decision to not to not choose to not date. You know the same. The same people that, uh, 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 that 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 raised your ass, okay? Your sister, your auntie, y- y- your mama, okay? You chose that decision, nigga. That I ain't got shit to do with that. Black women ain't got shit to do with that either, nigga. It ain't my fault that you didn't choose to, <laughs> like, it, it, ain't, it ain't my fault that you 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 feel some type of way when somebody actually tell you some shit that you need to hear, and and you you rather feel like, oh, I want somebody who will just be subservient to me, like, no, nigga, like, <clears throat> or or not have to like hear anything, anything that 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 really you need to hear, like some reflective ass shit you needed to hear. Oh well, nigga. You know that's how I feel. Oh well, like, oh well, wishing fucking well, bitch. Like, what, what, what like, nigga, <clears throat> you gonna have to grow up one day, right? <laughs> you gonna have to grow up one day. It's one thing if you know, dude, don't say shit, and 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 he date white women, and, and, but then there's these other niggas like, well, this <laughs> this is why I don't burn, nigga. Don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> I date a black woman, okay. And I am proud as fuck of that <laughs> because she is super intelligent. Okay. She's beautiful. Okay. She is hella fucking creative. And um, I would not trade her for the world. But y'all raggedy ass niggas would love to be like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, um, Sally and I. Okay. All right, nigga. <laughs> all right, nigga. I- I'll see you when you come back with Sally. <laughs> 
Okay, all right, nigga. Ain't nobody had to hear them ashy ass comments anyway. So, to the articles. Um, random man entered Durham School of the Arts middle school bathrooms to ask students inappropriate ass questions. Oh hell, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we go. Oh, who, who, who this motherfucker now? Toilet Tedrick, nigga. <laughs> the goddamn Toilet Tedrick. Oh, all in your toilet asking you random ass shit. Anyway, so a man entered a bathroom at the at the Durham School of the Arts Thursday afternoon while middle school students were inside and asked them inappropriate questions, officials with Durham Public School said. The man startled some students and violated their privacy, according to DPS spokesperson Chip Sertif. <clears throat> We've received reports that this person said inappropriate things to the students, asking for attention, Sertif said. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck this nigga said. Like, I know that Toilet Tedrick was like, you know what? Uh, you, yeah, fuck it. You know, you can just suck my dick if you want to. Come on over. You can suck my dick. I know he's saying some, like, wild, ridiculous ass shit. Like, it's a middle school. He, he's he's probably some weird rapey fuck. Like, I'm, I'm being really, really serious. But, like, like, this is some scary shit, bro. Like, it's... What the fuck? Like, I, mm -mm. no, <laughs> toilet Tedrick. I'm telling you. A message from the principal, Jackie, <clears throat> Jackie Tobias, said that the man was not authorized to be on campus. Siddharth said that they were unsure how the man got past the school security. What the fuck are y'all doing? I'm, <sighs> protect the kids, nigga. Like, this is Durham School of the Arts. I don't, I just, Y'all gotta do better. I'm, this is raggedy. So, um, <laughs> like, the district is working with Durham police to investigate what happened. Tobias said that the school has security footage of what happened and handed it over to investigators. The man was seen wearing a green hooded sweatshirt with white writing on the forearms and jeans. Durham police said that he was walking on south north duke uh, walking south on north duke street near fenway avenue oh that's yeah that's it's one it's one that's a picture of this shit it's one it was a nigga um <laughs> it's one it was a nigga nigga that is a that is definitely not an employee um <laughs> that nigga was like hey i'm about to go in this school uh, ain't nobody gonna catch me that's what that nigga look like this nigga look <laughs> oh oh this nigga Oh, nigga. Oh, that lineup. I can't say shit, cause, <laughs> but still, that, oh, man. That nigga has the, that nigga has the raggedy nigga, like, it, this nigga is singing the raggedy nigga anthem in his car. I, I definitely feel it. I definitely feel it. Like, this nigga got Johnny 2x4 type of situations going on. Like, this nigga ain't right. This nigga ain't 100%. <laughs> this nigga ain't 100%. I'm just like, yo, this, I'm zooming in on this shit. How y'all not think? Does he work with DP? <laughs> no, he don't work with DPS, nigga. This, wow, wow. Like, look at, look at, look at them shoes. Like, look, look at them jeans. This nigga <laughs> protocol not in order, not in session. Do not let this nigga in. Like, they were like, oh, he looked like he might be a student, but he looked like he might got held back a few grades. <laughs> I don't know. He did look like a student getting left back to grade. Damn. Mm. Damn. I don't know, man. That be the way it go. <laughs> Crumble no cookie. Mm. In other news, we have this shit. 
Guilford County Schools dealing with a substitute teacher shortage. As a result, the district is not allowing any school employees to take time off this Friday. WXI-12's Louis Tran got his hands on a copy of an email that the district sent to school staff earlier this week. He joins us now in studio with reaction to it. Louie. Yeah, school officials sent an email to all county employees saying there will be no leave requests approved for this Friday, even if it was approved. Now take a look at your screen right here. District leaders sent out this email on Monday. It says an extreme shortage of substitute teachers is the reason behind the move. It says if any time off requests have been approved, it's rescinded. But there are exceptions. Mm. Approved medical leave must be verified with the doctor's note. And any other exceptions must be approved by HR. Oh, I reached out to the Guilford County Association of Educators to get their reaction. They sent me a statement. It reads in part, quote, up until Monday, employees have never been required to provide detailed accounts of any use of personal leave. Now, the association's president says this is an especially challenging year for educators and to face the loss of money, rest and time with family is alarming given such short notice. Now, the statement goes on to say 9,800 employees received the email, many who have lost thousands of dollars for airline tickets, hotels and more. In studio, I'm Louis Tran. Damn. This is some shit here. Like, bro, when I tell you, like, whoo, being a teacher during COVID is a motherfucker. Okay. Like, it, it, it's already hard enough being a teacher as it is. Right. <clears throat> but th then you got to be a teacher during COVID and, and dealing with, like, substitute teachers being like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I don't, I don't really think I should be here anymore. Fuck it. I ain't coming here no more. You know? You know, fuck this shit. You know, everybody, everybody saying fuck this shit. We are in the great resignation. Everybody like, fuck work. And and I'm like, you know what? You got a point, but still like, shit. It's hard. Like, teachers deserve all the leave in the world. <laughs> like all the leave in the world, and they gotta go. Like, damn, I, I you know what? Bro? I, I can't really help you, bro. Like, that is a really scary ass scenario. Oh my gosh. Well, it's getting real in uh, my home county of Guilford County. My my, my, my old my old uh, stomping grounds. Uh, wow. That's raggedy. So <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ugh. On to some happier news, cause damn we need it. Alright, so <laughs> um Mikey Williams, 17 years old, signs historic footwear and apparel deal with Puma. That's right. 17 years old, bruh. So, <clears throat> as the amateur basketball landscape continues to evolve in a new era of name, image, and likeness deals, 17-year-old prep phenom Mikey Williams has landed a multi-year footwear and apparel endorsement deal with Puma. Puma. Making him the first American high school basketball player to sign a sneaker deal with a global footwear company. That's amazing. So I'm excited to join the Puma family this early in my basketball journey, Williams said. Puma really understands how to mix hoops and culture, two things I am passionate about. The six foot two junior and the newly formed Vertical Academy in Charlotte, North Carolina. <clears throat> a class of 2023 combo guard is still a few years away from being eligible for the 2024 NBA draft. 
He is ranked as the 11th best prospect in the in his high school class by ESPN and has 10 scholarship offers from college programs. Okay. All right. I see you. Like, okay, okay so one thing that <clears throat> a lot of athletes tend to face in college is, like, if they if they like earn a dollar that has nothing to do with like a scholarship, then they like they could face so many like reprimands from the NCAA. And honestly, the whole NCAA like situation being passed with like people getting deals off of their likeness now, it's it's evolving. And now like they're able to make a lot of money off their likeness early. But yeah, that's 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 cool. Like he's only seventeen and he, he has a whole deal like. 17 year old kid that's like in a basketball academy in Charlotte. He already has a deal. Like it's set in stone for my nigga. But uh yeah, like it's 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 wild, man. Um but uh on that note, um we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Oh nigga, you thought it wasn't gonna be no promotion. Oh, here it goes. My girlfriend has a podcast called Venus in September, and y'all should check it out. Straight from your second favorite Virgo and first in my heart. Poof, niggas. Screw your wig on tight. I've got a brand new record. I'd like you to listen to me. We back. So, um, remember what I said in the beginning of this episode about like white people and, and costumes? Um, just listen to this. This KKK costume worn by a student at Pittsburgh High School on Wednesday has been confiscated, according to a note from the school principal that went out to all parents. Other students, though, very upset over what they witnessed at school and saw in this photo. I was surprised, like, how the, how the principal or, like, none of the, like, security agents, like, didn't stop them or anything like that. Students tell us there was a costume contest at lunch on Wednesday. And that is the day the costume was worn. In a note that went out to parents Thursday, the principal says the student in the Ku Klux Klan costume admitted to wearing it on a dare. Even if it was a dare, because that's still disrespectful to, to our, like, you know, to our kind and stuff, you know, and our kind, that's still disrespectful. According to the principal's note, the student wore the costume through four periods without being told to take it off. Nigga, that's a damn long time. He wore the costume during certain times and not during class. No. Why would you let somebody come to school, walk around all day like that? Yeah. The note to parents says the student in the costume has been, quote, assigned consequences. He will participate in the school's restorative justice process to learn how his actions have impacted and harmed others. And wait, 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 wait. What type of shit is this? Just suspend the motherfucker, okay? Expel his ass. Like, <laughs> nigga, what? What type of reprimand is this? Only white people. Only white people, bro. In that process will help repair harm he has caused. Some we spoke with believe stronger disciplinary measures should be taken. Hell yeah. He should be expelled. 
No comment. Hell the fuck Just yes. saying. It, it is what it is. He shouldn't. That's disrespectful. To, to everybody. Now, I did reach out to the principal and the superintendent to get their take on all of this, but have yet to hear back. Reporting in Pittsburgh, J.R. Stone, ABC 7 News. Wow. Bruh, when I say that's some shit for your ass, that is some cow manure for your soul. Like, nigga. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> cow shit. Cow shit for your damn soul, nigga. The hell? Oh, my God. They were like, yeah. He, he showed up like a grand wizard today. <laughs> like, the and this is not Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, y'all. Okay. Funny thing is, like, I would, I would kind of expect that out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's, that's the funny part. No, this is like Pittsburgh, California. It's like in the Bay Area, you know, Pittsburgh with no H. <laughs> like, always don't ever trust places that have <laughs> like names like other bigger cities, but in different states. It's something that's always fucked up about them places, bro. Something ain't right, bro. You be like, yeah, Dallas, North Carolina, <laughs> like you know, Oakland, Maryland. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> the fuck like you like what is Oakland Maryland the fuck like <laughs> Bel Air Maryland you know you know what I'm saying like shit like that I'm just hey I'm just saying y'all Paris Texas like you know, I'm just fucking with y'all niggas but <laughs> what the fuck he talking about he he gonna be like I was so very wrong and I was sorry for being a racist y'all should have fucking expelled his ass. Like the kids say, he said, explosion, point blank, period. I was like, yes, period. Niggas should be gone. Ain't even a nigga. He, he a nigga to hate niggas. <laughs> Ain't even a nigga, but he hate niggas. <laughs> it bothers me. Like, I, I, they always going to do some shit. They always going to do some shit. He said, it was a dare. That don't mean you do it. <laughs> that don't mean you do it. Damn. White people know what they're doing, y'all. Stop acting like they don't. Stop acting like they. <laughs> I'm telling you, they be acting all innocent and shit. Like I, I, I don't know what I was doing. I, I didn't know there was a bad symbol. I ain't know what what swastika. I, I didn't even know what swastika was. It, it just, I was drawing the pattern and it just looked that way. Like no, nigga, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. So in other news, uh, <laughs> back in local news, actually. Um, so courtesy of the Chronicle, the Duke Chronicle, uh, American Tobacco Campus to undergo massive expansion in introducing new architectural and commercial additions to Durham. So me and my girlfriend, Nikki, we love visiting this area, right? Like American Tobacco, you know, Boricua Souls out there, a place that I promoted episodes ago. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, it, it's just a. It's just a dope atmosphere, and they're actually trying to even upgrade it even more. So Durham's American Tobacco Campus is slated to receive a major update in the next year. <clears throat> the mixed-use campus and former tobacco factory will gain 600,000 to 700,000 square feet of residential, office, and retail space after the new project breaks ground in early 2022. 
the 11 acre former university Ford car dealership <clears throat> located adjacent to the American Tobacco Campus will be redeveloped as an expansion to the campus and a huge commercial addition to downtown Durham. They are expanding Durham like a motherfucker, bro. Like, you think Raleigh is growing? Durham is growing like a motherfucker. Like, you be sitting here like, the fuck, the fuck this shit come from? <laughs> they building high rises and shit. They got this million dollar damn high rise they building and shit. I'm like, the fuck? Ain't nobody gonna be able to afford Durham. This shit crazy, bro. Shit crazy and a motherfucker. So, the American Tobacco Campus already boasts a large selection of restaurants, retailers, business offices, and residences, as well as a hotel. Yeah, there's an aloft, like, not too far, like, right down there. Like, bro, the new expansion will provide new opportunities for offices, food and beverage operators, <clears throat> grocery, entertainment venue operators, and residents and continued opportunities for the lively public spaces that are hallmarks of the campus, according to Mark Stanford, Director of Real Estate Development for CBC. Man, so, hey, hey, I, hey, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know. This, this, this. You think American Tobacco Campus is lit right now? This shit about to be on some different shit, bro. This, this shit is gonna be different like i was like man when I, I remember i went back to durham like not that long i was like greensboro really need to catch up like that's the hometown it's like y'all need to catch up this, this is getting like really gentrified though like there's hella fucking gentrified to the nines like i'm just saying like bro at least there's a, a whole ton of black businesses like in durham like that you know um because the national average that I read last week, the national average is about 2%, but Durham is like almost five. You know, that, that's crazy. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's something that I would be looking forward to. I'm not going to lie. I would be looking forward to it. But let's talk about a little bit more some Durham shit, you know. So, um, courtesy of Indie Week, there was an article that I found. Um, that talked about some Durham residents will soon receive a guaranteed stipend of $500 a month. Know what that sound like? Know what that sound like? That sounds like universal basic income, nigga. <laughs> That's the type of shit I want, nigga. That's, I, I want that for everybody. I want everybody to be like, hey, you know, <laughs> you get like, yeah, you get like $1,000, really no reason, you know, here you go, it's from the government just take it that like I, I feel like that's a policy that i think could be serviceable in certain areas if you utilize the financial means to do so <clears throat> it correctly at least but <clears throat> i think the entire u.s could thrive off of universal basic income and it would stimulate our economies it would keep businesses going and it would honestly keep people from being like this damn close from losing every fucking thing you know so hey um i am all for it so so durham city council members have unanimously approved a pilot program that will soon provide more than 100 formerly incarcerated residents with a guaranteed income of 500 dollars a month 
Durham is one of the 22 cities across the United States that will participate in the program, which is modeled after one in Stockton, California. The city was awarded $500,000. And this was a grant. This, you know, this this is grant money um, from Mayors for a Guaranteed Income. And that's MGI, a national advocate for universal basic income to launch the one year pilot initiative, which is expected to begin early next year. As previously reported by the Indy, Durham Mayor Steve Shule kicked off a city city council work session last January by announcing the city was among the cities to be considered for the MGI grant. Having secured the funds, council members during an October 18th meeting authorized the city manager to execute an agreement with two entities, Step Up Program and Steady to administer the funds and disperse monthly payments to the city's guaranteed income participants. Step Up Durham is a local nonprofit that offers free job training and coaching to employment seekers. Steady, a mobile app company that allows its users access to part-time, hourly, and on-demand employment opportunities will serve as the platform to make monthly cash payments to the pilot participants, according to officials. Damn. That's amazing. The city's guaranteed basic income pilot will also be known as Excel, <clears throat> will provide $500 a month payments to 15, well, 115 randomly selected formerly incarcerated individuals, according to city officials. That's what's up. I fucks with that. I fucks with that. That, that, that hits. I, I, like, that, that's, that's a way to start like the entire UBI situation because UBI to me, if done correctly, stimulates all aspects of what it affects, right? So, you know, it keeps the economy going and it keeps people afloat. And, and that's kind of what its purpose was. Uh, and don't be mistaken, like you may have heard like Andrew Yang talking about this shit, but Martin Luther King was talking about this shit way, 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 way back. He was an advocate of it, you know. So, hell, <laughs> shit like that has been like talked about forever. But has it actually been executed in the U.S. of A? Not quite. Um, so, we have our last story, which is, of course, a black-owned business. Let's talk about the story of melanated wine and spirits. Y'all gonna be like, this nigga be talking about Durham all the time. This nigga be talking about Dur-. man. It, it's just great black shit be happening in Durham, dog. I don't know what to say. Durham's first black-owned winery opens in Southside Industrial Park. Yep. <laughs> Durham, North Carolina. Uh, Durham is known for its rich culture and innovative businesses. Now there's a new trailblazer adding to that history. Durham's first black-owned winery opened on Wednesday in the Southside Industrial Park of Durham. The owner aims to pour inspiration into others while making fine wine more accessible to all. When they take a sip, we tell everyone, you are uncorking the culture, said LaShonda Modest, the owner of Melanated Wine and Spirits. Modest was drawn to this industry because of the flavors, the taste, and the fruitiness of life wine represents, or the fruitfulness of life wine represents. She said her entrepreneurial spirit helped cultivate melanated wines and spirits. 
She began on her business around two years ago, shattering glass ceilings. I don't take it lightly, Mata said. I do want other people to know that you can do it and we don't have to put those limitations on ourselves. There are enough limitations in this world put on us. Real shit. That's also a meaning behind her motto, uncork the culture, to pull back those layers of things holding you back. It's very important that other black women and people of color see me doing thing, things like this and understand that it is not too far-fetched. There was a point Modest didn't believe herself or that it was or that it was possible for her to open a winery. Financial problems, the global pandemic, and now shipping and supply chain issues all stacked up against her dreams. It's been a challenge because of a lot of the resources that would typically be in place, either people or anything else has either been missing, she said. <clears throat> Her variety blends bringing people together with every sip, a new vision of community comes to life. Our hope is that everyone will be able to sit at a table and have a glass of melanated wine, regardless of your skin color, regardless of your social economics, and, and just enjoy, she said. Her varietal blends bring people together. With every sip, a new vision of community comes to life. Modest envisions her business as a place where people will have those hard conversations that some people are afraid to have. Right now, her products aren't shipping out until the first week of November. Customers can still make orders online. You can also visit the tasting room at 4608 Industry Lane in Durham. So, with that one being said, I actually want to talk about another winery because this one definitely came up when I saw this. Um, and me and Nikki have known about this place for a minute. Um, and it's a place that we do want to visit. So, um, let's talk about the story of Seven Springs Farm and Venue, which is actually located in Norlana. Um, and I'm very familiar with Norlana because, you know, uh, I got folks from East North Carolina. So, um, Black-owned Warren County Winery is a thriving tourist destination in the midst of a pandemic. This was reported August 18th, 2021. My sister's birthday. Holy shit. But, um, <clears throat> North Carolina, North Carolina, Seven Springs Farm and Vineyard in Warren County, North Carolina has only been open a little more than a year and is already making national headlines with visitors traveling from all over the country to visit. The nearly 150-acre farm was purchased by the Williams family in 1987. We purchased it with the plan to raise cattle, explained Preston Williams. We put cattle on it about 10 years ago, and eight years ago, we clear-cut everything. And we seeded the rest of it down to the pasture. <clears throat> so, all of it was seeded down to the pasture, and about seven years ago, you know, uh, we said, well... We enjoy it so much. Why not open it up and allow some others to come here and enjoy it? And so we started visiting vineyards and wineries. Fancy. The visits led to a love and a new vision that was planted for the Williams Farm. They drew up a five-year plan, which became a reality in June 2020, when Seven Springs Farm and Vineyard first opened its doors we were fortunate we were able to partner with rock of ages winery and vineyard and ever since then we've been rolling 
Williams said, in their first years of business, or first year, because <laughs> they've only been around for a year, the Williams partnered with other businesses for food selling, jellies, pickles, and apple butter, along with their wines at the vineyard. This is like Black Children's Vineyard. Nigga, this, this is amazing. Their numbers in the first year exceeded their projections. And while Williams credits many things to their success, he also says the timing was one of the blessings. Their business launched months before 2020 summer of social justice movements across the nation. I think with Black Lives Matter um, in business, I wanted to patronize minority businesses. I think the timing, the stars, would just align for us to do what we've done, Williams explained. And it has been a blessing for people of color. The North Carolina Vineyard also hosts Airbnbs as well as monthly events. Williams says customers fly or drive in from all over the country with Seven Springs Farm and Vineyard as a destination. That's amazing. This is a whole ass experience. This is a whole like living your black ass life while also living your Caucasian ass life amazingness. Like this shit is amazing. Just great. So he's excited about the future of the vineyard and about his part in promoting diversity. According to Statista, there are about 11,000 vineyards in the United States and there's only 28 that are black owned. Think about that. Like there's 11,000 vineyards in this country and only 28 of them are black owned. That's ridiculously low. Like it, wow. Wow. So what I would hope to do is to inspire, not particularly in any specific industry, but just overall, William said, if you put the work in, if you put the time in, and if you're committed, no matter where your heart is and what it is that you're desiring to do, I mean, success is in your cards the only person that's holding you back is you because opportunities are created and when you have a divine intervention you are unstoppable seven springs farm and vineyard is located in north carolina north carolina pets and children are welcome that was dope as shit <laughs> that was dope as shit and that has been our show as i say every episode Support black businesses, and as always, thank you. What the fuck, y'all? God damn! God damn! God damn! And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.